0: Verse number 9, Matthew chapter 6. It's been good to be here today, hasn't it? Man, had a good service, good service, good spirit. The Lord is definitely with us. I'm glad the Father is in His house. Amen. It's a lonely place without Him and y'all. Say amen. I'm here most every day, and and, uh, probably there's not a day of the week goes by that I'm not in this building. Not one day goes by that I'm not in this building. But I'm telling you, it's lonely without y'all and Him. I'm telling you. I appreciate y'all being here, but I really appreciate him being here. And I want to read Matthew chapter 6 and verse number 9. When you get there, say amen. Amen. After this manner, what color is your writing? Who's talking? Can he lie? No. Now let's read. After this manner, therefore pray ye. After this manner, therefore pray ye. Now, Now leading up to this, if you'll read the other Gospels, you'll find out that the disciples asked the Lord... Teach us to pray. They saw him and they observed him and they watched him and they saw how he communicated and connected with his Father in heaven. And they said, man, teach us how to do that. Teach us how to have the favor of God. Teach us how to get things from heaven done here on earth. Uh, Teach us to do that. And that's what this response is. This is a response... This is an answer to the question that the disciples gave the Lord. Teach us to pray. And this is what he says. After this manner. Manner. This is not meaning you need to re- memorize this and recite this. That's not, this is not something that we're just supposed to say back to God. The manner means in this form, in this way. Our Father which art in heaven... Hallowed be thy name. He gives them an outline of prayer and what should be included in their prayer. Well, when I was praying this week and thinking about what to preach for Father's Day, uh, you always want to do something to address uh, the day and be sensitive to the hour and and, and so forth and so on. And usually I'll do something to address the dads in the room. But God wanted me to go a different route today. God did not want me to focus on the earthly fathers. He wanted me to focus on the heavenly fathers. He wanted me to talk about the one who knows it all. Amen. The one who knows and truly knows what's best because we are living in difficult times right now. We are living in dark days. We're living in the unknown. We don't know what's going to happen. So we need to get our focus off of the world. We need to get our focus off of the circumstances. We need to get our focus off of what's going on around us. And let's focus on the Father. Let's do that this morning. And to this manner, therefore, pray ye. Our Father, say that with me. Lord Jesus, help us today. Please fill me with the Holy Ghost. Help me to preach, uh, Lord, like a dying man to a dying world. And Lord, we'll praise you and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Everybody in here, like I said a while ago, everybody in here is not a daddy. But everybody in here has got one. We all have one. Everybody in the room has got one. If it's not a, a earthly father, you can have a heavenly father. You say, oh, everybody, he's everybody's father. Oh, no, he's everybody's God, but he's not everybody's father. In order for him to be your father, you have to be born again. In order for him to be your father, you must be adopted into the family of God. Now, I'm glad when he said pray in this manner. He didn't say, say, dear God or dear Lord, or our uh, king, or our, uh, our great potentate, or our great leader, our great... No, 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 no. He said, when you talk to him, there is relationship involved in him. I have a president, but I am not related to him. I have a mayor, but I am not related to him. I have a governor, but I am not related to him. I'm telling you, I feel God in this place. I have all these things, but I am not related to him. But I do have somebody. His name is God Almighty. His name is the great I Am. He is the Ancient of Days, and I'm proud to say I'm related to him. He said, you talk in relationship. You say, our father which art in heaven one of the great things growing up if you had the privilege of having a dad at home that you were proud of everybody don't have that and i feel sorry for you and i'm praying for you but there was one great thing about growing up you could always brag on your daddy well my daddy is better than your daddy my daddy's bigger than your daddy my daddy's this and my daddy's that and i'm telling you what anytime i could always fall back on my daddy can beat up your daddy say amen That was just some blessing that God gave me and Joe. Amen. But one of the things you do, you say, uh, young people like to talk about their dads. They like to talk about uh, and brag who they are and what they are, what they do. Well, you know what? We can do that today. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. I want to show you six quick things. I said seven. I, I, I shafted you one. Amen. There's only six. But let's look at six quick things. Number one. I want you to see the person he displays. We're talking about our Heavenly Father. This is Father's Day. Let's honor our Heavenly Father. Let's look at the person he displays. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, or hallowed, be thy name. Now look, the, the 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 Father which art in heaven. Write this. I got to do this fast because I got a bunch of them. I got to get through them. I'm only get done this morning. This morning we're going. Ain't gonna be no need to be continued. Say amen. So y'all listen fast and I'll preach fast. The person he displays. Write this down. A. We see his high dwelling. His high dwelling. Son, son. We 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 don't just have anybody for a father. We don't have a reject for a father. We don't have Are y'all with me? Are y'all with me in the house this morning? He is high and lifted up. And, and listen, in the book of Isaiah, it says in the king in the year king Uzziah died, I saw the Lord High and lifted up. And his train filled the temple. Preacher, what are you saying? My Father is loaded. My Father is glorious. My Father is wonderful. He's high and lifted up. He is somebody. He's above the governor. He's above the mayor. He's above the president. He's above the emperor. He's above Caesar. I'm telling you, he's above this world. He's high and lifted up. He's Lord of lords and King of kings. He is the Almighty. He's high enlisted That We see His high dwelling. But then we see His holy description. Hallowed be thy name. I looked that word up. It means sacred. But it also means blameless. Blameless. Listen, no father, no father, period. I don't care who you are, how good you think you are. No father in this room is without issues. No father in this room is perfect. Ask your children. No father has got it all down pat. No father spends all the time they're supposed to. No father sacrifices everything they're supposed to. No father does everything they're supposed to. Listen, we are human beings. We are frail. We are prone to mistakes. But I have a heavenly father. I said, I have a heavenly Father whose name is blameless. You can't tie nothing to Him. You can't accuse Him of nothing. There is no fault in Him. He is absolutely perfect. Say amen. That's number one. Number two, I said I'm going fast. We see the person He displays. Then number two, this is cool. Man, this is cool. Write this down. I want you to see the plan that He designed. The plan that he designed, I, I mess up bad in this area. As a father, I mess up on this. Uh, my my girls, and, and, and I know this is probably universal and all that kind of thing, uh, uh, my wife, <clears throat> sometimes I think she hates me. Sometimes I'm sure of it. But she'll go and buy something and want me to put together. Now, she won't buy one, two, three, snap together, and, and play with me, amen, it, it's not nothing like that, it's always something that, it, it takes a Philadelphia lawyer three years to figure out before you can put it together, now, I get stressed out with that, I don't know about y'all, I'm not, I don't like them kind of thing, I hate it, I hate it, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I mean, she knows that, and she does it anyhow, I don't understand that, but, but she, she'll buy it, and I'll get there, and I start getting stressed out, does anybody know what I'm talking about? And I'm here, uh, 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 Steve, do you, are you with me on this? Are you relating to this? And, 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 and i got tools here. And y'all know them little kids. Little kids want to come and mess with your stuff. And I mean, I'll have it laid out here, and, and I'll have everything where I think it ought to be, and all of a sudden I'll see Mackenzie running off with something. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to put this thing together. But I'm doing this for her. Well, doesn't she know I, and understand that this is for her, it's not for me? And if she messes with my stuff, it's going to take me longer to get this thing done? Don't bother me. Leave me alone, man. Leave my stuff alone. Stay away. Go visit grandma. Do something. Get out of my face. I know. I said nobody's blameless except the Lord. But I'm glad God's not that way. Do you realize God doesn't need us to put nothing together? But the plan that he designs, watch this here, A, It's designed to involve. In other words, God said, I'm fixing to do something. You want to get in on it? I'm fixing to bless somebody. You want to get in on it? I'm fixing to do a great work. You want to get in on it? He always designs His plans around involving His children. He doesn't need you. He doesn't need me. But thank God Almighty, He wants to involve us in the deal. He didn't need those disciples. He didn't need those disciples to feed that crowd. But this is what he did. He took that lunch and he didn't break it and go give it to somebody. He broke it and gave it to them. He broke it and gave it to them. He broke it and gave them. And they went out and they were involved in the miracle. I don't think you're getting what I'm saying today. We have a heavenly Father that wants to get us involved in the plans that he is doing here on this earth. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. God has got a will and a purpose and a plan for every single human being. God is passionate about you. God is into you. You might have had a dad on this earth that could not care less about you. He may not have spent time with you. He may not be into what you're into. But I'm telling you, your heavenly Father, He cares about you. He is into you and He wants you into what He is doing. It's designed to involve. It's designed to involve. Not only that, it's designed to impart. He's not just wanting you to get involved so he don't have to do as much. Do y'all understand that? Brother Calvert, he don't need me to build this church. He doesn't need me to build this church. I could still be in South Florida right now. Miserable, not being happy, not being satisfied. But there was a God in heaven. My Father who said, you know, I'm fixing to do something over there in Coleman, Alabama. Man, it's going to be a great thing. You want want to get in on this thing? You know why? Because he wanted me involved. Not, Not just so I would be busy or so he could have help, but so I could be blessed. Son, Malcolm, I'm fixing to do a great thing over there in Coleman. You want to get on it, son? You're going to have a big time. Think of the blessings I'd have missed out on. Think of the goodness and the grace and all the things that I have and I experience because God cared enough about me. My father decided to involve me in his plans so I could get the blessings from him. He sent out 70. I got it in verses, but we'll do it quick. He sent out 70, commissioned in them, sent them out. And son, they come back. Woo-hoo, woo-hoo. Man, I tell you, we healed people, and we cast out devils, and, man, we have, woo-hoo, woo-hoo, hoo You know why? Because when you're serving God, it's a blessing. And God's sitting, God's sitting right there, and he don't really need us. Do y'all get what I'm saying? We want to get him, but I remember Dad sometimes, me and my brother getting his way, we want to turn a ranch or we want to do something we we just want and he didn't need us but he wanted us to and and, and, oh I just remembered something oh I just got a revelation oh oh my dad was deceitful it just dawned on me something we got a Gravely lawn tractor. We got a Gravely lawn tractor, one of them big souped-up jobs. And we, me and my brother thought that that was all that there was in this world. Was that big red Gravely lawn tractor? We just thought that it, man, the greatest thing in the world would be able to drive that thing. And now, now, Dad, he would let us get on that tractor and ride with him. Until we really liked it. Then he abandoned us on that thing. And then made us cut the grass from then on. He slid it in on us what he done. But I think about how many times my brother and me wanted to. And he didn't need us. But he let us do it because we get a blessing. from How many times has your God done something great? Let you in on. How many times has he saved somebody and allowed you to have part in it? I remember, I remember when Miss Marie, Miss Marie, got saved in that little building over there. God saved her, and it was an awesome thing. I mean, we're so spiritual. It come time to get her saved when none of us had a Bible. We was in there greeting in the care room and everything, and and she come in there and you know she's from Milwaukee. She don't talk like normal people. She come in there and was greeting. We got down on our knees and I said, I said, Miss Reed, you enjoy the service? And I said, Yeah, that was so wonderful. That was great. And, and 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 Miss Carol, she moved forward that day, got saved that day. And I said, What about what Miss Carol She said, Oh, I wanted to move so bad, but I could, she was you know like what a hundred and twenty? Is that how old she was? Uh, you know, almost 89, I think, 89 years old. And and, uh, and and she was just too fragile to move forward. She said, I said, would you like to be safe? She said, I sure would. I mean, I'm on my knees right there, in, right there in front of her holding her hand. She said, I sure would. Like. I said, somebody give me a Bible. Nobody had a Bible. They run, we scrambled. I mean, we ran and got a Bible and showed her. And that was one of the coolest things I've ever been involved in. And God didn't need me, but he let me. Remember, remember, Miss Sheila, when we baptized her? Miss Donnie, you remember? Miss Don and them got in the baptistry with me because uh, uh, Miss Marie was so fragile, but she wanted to get baptized. I said, well, there's a will. We'll make a way. We got, wasn't that cool, Miss Sheila? Wasn't that, was that cool, Miss Donnie? Now, see, God didn't need us, but he let us. He chooses to involve us. So we'll get the glory from you. We'll get the blessing will be involved. Now look, some of y'all have been here from, the, from the, the get-go in this place, and look at this place. God didn't need none of us to put this up. If he can say, let it be, and it was, and the world got here, I don't think he needs us to put this building up. Are y'all with me? But he lets us. We see the plan that he designs. Number one, the person he displays. Number two, the plan that he designs. Number three, the provision he delivers provision he delivers our father chart in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread i'm glad we have a heavenly father who knows our every need listen this this provision write this down if you're taking notes this provision is faithfully supplied He don't ever miss a lick. Give me that verse, Brother Barnes. Watch this verse right here. This is cool. Here we go. Psalms 37, 25. David's saying, he said, I have been young and now I'm old. Yet have I not seen the righteous nor his seed begging bread. We prayed for a young lady whose father uh, lost his job. Now, we're going to be doing a whole lot more of that praying. I don't know if y'all believe that or not, but you can believe this. We're in rough times. And we're going to do some more praying than that. Are you trying to scare me? No, I'm I'm trying to encourage you that your supply does not come from the CEO you work for. Your supply does not come from your 401K. Your supply does not come from that employer or that employment. God took care of me when I didn't have nothing. God takes care of me when I got something. And God will take care of me no matter what comes this way. When I, when I, when I resigned the church at Long Branch, I, was, I, can, I can see it to this day. I mean, right in, in my mind, I can see this. I can see those four ladies come in my office surrounded my desk i'd rather fight five bulldogs and a gorilla Then four ladies sitting there looking at me not mean or angry but just you know and uh and they said well, what are you doing i said well that's what god told me to do well what church are you going to i said i'm not going to no church what do you mean you're not supposed to resign do you have another one that's bad mentality if God tells you to do something, it don't matter if you have something to fall back on. You do what God's telling you to do. I said, I ain't going to know why I don't have any. Well, what are you going to do? I said, that is a very good question. We didn't have anything. We, we was living in a parsonage. They, the church had a house that we stayed in. So we had a house and, 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 and a full salary there. And God said, resign and leave it. We didn't have anything and just had number three born just had number 3 born. I mean, show enough just now, show enough got born right then. Are y'all with me? Now, I don't know if y'all understand this, but that's not the time that you want to. Now, this is this is this is not I wasn't laid off. I wasn't let go. I said "sayonara." Do y'all understand the impact and the significance of that? Tammy did She said, are you sure? Tell me, did we ever miss a bill? Did we ever miss a meal? Did we ever miss anything? Not one thing. How'd it happen? I don't have a clue. I don't know how it happened. I don't know how we got through that period of time. I do not, I, there's, I, don't, even, I don't know, I have no idea. I still don't know how that happened. But God let everything happen. Fall into place. God meant every every time a bill would come, money would come somewhere. God would give me a little extra job here or there, everything. It would just fall. God would call me to preach somewhere. I mean, it would just happen. Why? Because he's faithful in his supply. Oh, my job. No, you say, oh, my father. If your job lets you down, turn to the one who ain't never let you down. Because his supply will be faithful. It will be faithful. It will be faithful. He will supply your need. The economy. Fooey on the economy. It doesn't matter. I'm telling now, you, now, you say, you got a job. Yeah, but I've been when I didn't. And the economy was good. But it wasn't in my pocket. But God is saying this, I supply your need. God does not want you to depend on this world for nothing. He wants your faith and your confidence and your assurance to totally be on Him. He is your Father. That's His job. That's what He does. He's responsible for it. Don't worry about your food. Don't worry about your clothing. Don't worry about these things. He said, that's my problem. He's my Father. Listen, His provision is faithfully supplied. Not only that, it's fully sufficient. (laughs) <laughs> it's enough. It's enough. It's plenty. It's plenty. Some some people, now nobody's going to believe this, but I don't care, I'm going to tell you anyhow. Somebody, they always complain to me about how fast I eat, Brother Don. My wife, She'll say, Can you wait ten minutes after you bring my food and bring his? Because I'll still be done before she will. But I'm at, I'm, you know, I'm I'm kind of the persuasion when it's time to sit down, it's time for business. There's no sense in messing around. There's no sense in talking about it. you can talk afterwards. You deal with the matter at hand. I need a witness. And everybody said, Well, and see, you don't know where to have it. That came from wanting to get that extra piece of chicken on the plate. <laughs> Mom would fry chicken and cut that chicken up, and there would be a piece for everybody. But there would usually be one or two extra. And you couldn't get it unless you, you had some on your plate still. So you went through it like a buzzsaw. I'm getting the extra one. You know, the only people that believe this is older people. Because all these young people say, there's an unlimited supply at McDonald's. Now I know I'm young and I know all that stuff and I'm wet behind the I know all that stuff. But I'm telling you, I remember before McDonald's. And I remembered if you didn't get it on the plate at the table right then, you didn't get nothing. All this getting in the pantry and 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 twinkies and cookies and all man, please. You got a Twinkie for Christmas. Say amen. My brother, my brother, oh, help my brother. He will not wash a dish. He will not. It ain't happening. He said, I wash enough, girl. I ain't never going to wash another dish. They can pile up and throw them in the yard. I'll go buy some more. But I am not washing another dish. It ain't going to happen. When he goes out to eat, he gets any blessed thing he wants to get. It don't matter if it's $4,000. He's going to get what he wants. He said, there's come a time when I couldn't get what I want. I'm going to get what I want, bless God, amen. He does, too. He does. It doesn't matter. Listen, we are, we, young people, have no concept, no concept of, 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 of getting what you have to have, not getting what you want. But I'm telling you this. You may not drive in a, in a, in a Mercedes Benz. But you're going to have what you need. My God shall supply all of your need according to His riches and glory. Well, I don't have it. Well, it might be you don't need it. It might be, it just might be that if you had it, you wouldn't be close to Him. I want a bass boat. God know you'd be out on it on Sunday. You ain't going to get it. See, Father knows best. What are you saying? I'm saying this. If gas goes to $10 a gallon and the stock market goes in the toilet and we go in the blackest depression there ever has been, you will have dinner on your table. Because my God shall supply all of your needs. According to his riches and glory. It will be enough. <laughs> There's two levels of life. In the, Christian, in the Christian walk. Pop, It says the Lord is my shepherd. Amen. I shall not want. Yeah. That word want means lacking or need. In other words because who he is. I'm going to have just enough. Just enough. I shall not want. I'm going to have enough. But then there's places that he'll lead you. It's going to seem real dark. Matter of fact, it's going to seem like the valley of the shadow of death. But That you come about that valley of the shadow of death. The Bible says, Thou preparest a table for me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil and my cup. There's going to be times in your life, Brother Jonathan, that you're going to have just enough. And you're going to thank God that you have enough. But then there's going to be times that God's going to run your cup over. (laughs) And you're going to be just as thankful. We have a Heavenly Father who's supplying our needs. Church, say amen. Let me just give you these three quick because I'm not doing no to be continued. Four, the patience he demonstrates. I'm glad our Heavenly Father's more patient than I am. I'm working on that. We, we're praying about that with our Sunday school class. Say, so where do you get that from? Forgive us our debts. In other words, he said, Lord... Help us to forgive others like you forgive us. Let me read that verse. Let me read that verse. Look what it says. Verse 12. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. I'm glad that we have a forgiven God. He's patient. He's patient even though two things. With our frailty and with our failures. Watch these verses. Watch these verses. Psalms 103. Psalms 103, verse 13. Like as a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. For, help me, he knoweth our. He remembereth that we are but dust. How many of y'all are glad God knoweth our frame? I remember growing up in here, I'm going to tear you out your frame. But I'm glad our heavenly father, he knows our frame. Oh, but preacher, you don't know what I've done. Well, your heavenly father knew you'd do it before he saved you. And he saved you anyhow. But thank God he's patient. He's patience. Listen, he shows and demonstrates patience with our frailty, our weaknesses. Then he shows patience with our failures. Psalm 78, Psalm 78, 38. But he being full of compassion forgave their iniquity, and destroyed them not. Yea, many a time. Say that with me. See, that shows the Bible was written by country folk. Say amen. Many a time turned he his anger away, and did not stir up all his wrath. For he remembered that they were but flesh. The wind that passeth away cometh not again. What's that mean? You ain't never seen God's full wrath. You've never seen it. You've never seen it. You may have seen your earthly father's full wrath, but you ain't never seen God's, and you never will because he's patient. Church, say amen. Number five. What was number one? Say it back to me real quick. Number two. Number three. Number four. Number five, the protection he devotes. Say that with me. The, the Bible says, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. His protection is available. It's not only available, it's adequate. It's adequate. It's available whenever we need it, and it's enough to get the job done. You got Bible? Sure. Sure. 1 Corinthians 10, 13 There hath no temptation taken you, but such is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but with the temptation also make a way to escape, that ye may be able to bear. It. I'm glad God will protect his own. I've watched wildlife shows, and I've seen she bears. Somebody get close to them cubs, and she'll come like a raging just, a, just a, a, a raging animal. I'm glad God's that way. You go to mess with one his babies and you've got problems. I'm glad for his protection. And last of all, what's number one? Number two. Number three. Number four. Number five. Number six. The praise he deserves. That little bitty... Squeal, we did a while ago. That ain't even close to what he deserved. He says, For thine is the kingdom. That's his sovereignty. And the power. That's his strength. And the glory. That's his splendor. Why does he deserve praise? Because of his sovereignty. He is God, there is no other. He is King of kings and Lord of lords. He is Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. He started it and He's going to finish it. He's sovereign. Thou art worthy, the Bible says in Revelation chapter 4 verse 11. Thou art worthy for thou hast created all things and all things were created for thy pleasure. They are and were created. He's worthy because He made me. He's sovereign. He's right. In everything He does, He has a right to do it. He's sovereign. He's worthy of praise because he's strong. He's strong. Look in Revelation chapter 5. Put that verse up for me, Brother Barnes, if you will. Revelation chapter number 5. It says, and they sung a new song. This is is the folks in heaven right after the rapture. This this could be some of y'all singing this. And they sung a new song saying, Thou art worthy to take the book. Now, in Revelation 4 11, he was worthy because he made us. He was a creator. But now, he's worthy because he, to take the book, to open the seals of the earth, for thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. Now, watch this. And hast made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. Verse 11, And I beheld and heard the voice of many angels round about the throne, and the beasts and the elders, and the number of them was ten thousand times ten thousand, and thousands of thousands. Now watch this, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. You may not like shouting. You may not like a loud noise. You may not like getting that way. You may think that church needs to be in a monotone. It needs to be in a low tone. It needs to be in a boring tone. But I'm telling you what. This place will be the quietest place you'll ever be. You wait till all of God's children get home. You wait till all the redeemed of this earth get to a place in their glorified bodies. And they get in the presence of a holy God. And get in the presence of the Savior who died for them. I'm telling you, this will be the quietest place you'll ever be. He deserves our praise. He deserves our shout. He deserves the glory. He deserves the worship. He is a father who deserves everything we could give him. There's no Father's Day card that can compare. There's no poem that can be written. There's no song that can be sung. There's no book that can describe His worthiness. He's worthy. He's worthy because He made you and spoke into this world. He gave you air to breathe and a body to have. He spoke, listen, the Bible says He breathed in the man's nostrils the breath of life and they became a living soul. You are here because of Him. You have what you have because of Him. Listen, everything is because of Him. He is a Father who deserves honor and praise. Give Him praise and glory in His house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Psalms, chapter number 18, verse 2. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. My God, my strength, whom I'll trust, my buckler, the horn of my salvation, and my tower, I will call upon the Lord, who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from mine enemies. I will call upon the Lord. Hallelujah. Every head bowed and every eye closed.